Hello. Shit, we here. First episode, first proper episode. The last one. <laughs> Bit of technical difficulties, but we're here. I've recorded this like three times now, you know. So I pretty much memorize every everything I'm gonna fucking say. Uh yeah, man. What's the date today? Today's Saturday. It's three thirty. Um, I've just been chilling, honestly. How are you guys? I'm saying that like I can fucking hear you. Um, what is the tea recently? There's been mad tea recently. Firstly, we've got to, of course, um, give our condolences to the family of George Floyd. Um, may he rest in peace. Obviously, there's a major issue surrounding that, and we're definitely gonna address that. It will definitely link to what we're talking about today. So, yeah, I'm not just brushing on it. Like we will talk about that. But, uh, yeah, that was definitely the, the big thing this week. Uh, as for, like, lighter stuff, oh, we've got, we've got tons of it. Doja Cat cancelled, finally. I mean, ugh, I never fucked with her anyway, but it's just, like, a relief they got rid of her. So, yeah, um, the shit she said was mad. Uh... If you haven't seen about that, I would definitely say to go check that out. Because, yeah, it's fucking tea. Um, and then, what else? What else happened? Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner's not a billionaire. <laughs> fucking hell. No, she's just a, a fucking million, million, millionaire. Like, what the fuck? But, yeah, she's not, she's not, she's apparently not a billionaire. Apparently she forged it and shit. And, and do you know what pissed me off the most is that, with in light of this whole George Floyd shit, she didn't tweet anything to do with that but then the second she heard about these accusations of her not being a billionaire she she ran to twitter like okay darling it just shows especially when she feeds off that culture you know it's a bit mad so yeah there was that stormzy and chip are apparently beefing which i think is jokes i definitely think that that was just a publicity ploy 100 percent, 100 million percent no way was it anything else like terrible timing though um doing it this week and stuff i think they probably got like two hours of publicity did <laughs> definitely did not go as they expected it to but yeah man that's definitely giving me like uh what was it 2015 2016 memories when chip was in beef that was two jokes if it's the same <laughs> that's gonna be jokes i can't lie what else what else uh that's what's springing to mind. I've been banging out Brent Fires recently because he's just fucking amazing. If anyone's listening to this, go listen to Natural Release by Brent Fires. Oh my fucking god. Masterpiece. Love that shit. Um, also, stream Dave. <laughs> stream any Dave tune. We stand Dave here on this podcast. Um, he's not allowed to get cancelled. It's, it's not allowed. But, yeah, man. I think I think... That's pretty much the summary for this week um, in irrelevant shit going on in the world. Uh, yeah. On that note, should we get it cracking? Let's go. Today we're doing a big one, you know. Um, it's actually kind of mad to me because I never saw this as a question. If you asked me that like, two, three years ago, 
I wouldn't have, I'd never really thought about it. You know, it's, oh, so just for clarification, <laughs> the question we'll answer today is can whites experience racism today? It's a mad one. To some people, it's very simple. To some people, they say, listen, we've talked about this too much. Like, we, we know the answer. I'm just like, do we really? And by we, I mean the world, like, in its entirety. Like, I don't think it's uh, discussed enough, if I'm being honest. And it's kind of just brushed under the carpet a bit. So, yeah, we're going to chat about it today. Can whites experience racism today? I know a lot of some of you are probably just fucking thinking in your head, like, this is a shitty title. Like, of course they can or of course they can't. I think my argument is going to be pretty solid, though. I'm I'm arguing against. They can't experience racism today. Uh, and let me just tell you why. So firstly, you, to answer the question, we've got to understand the question. So what is the definition of racism? So the Oxford definition of racism is prejudice, discrimination or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior that last sentence is where the you know the importance lies i'll just repeat it one more time it's prejudice discrimination or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior do you see how that last line changes that definition completely the fact that to be racist towards someone, you have to believe your own race to be superior. What race is superior than the whites in modern society? I mean, we, we know for a fact that everyone's equal. There's no superior race. Technically, biologically, systematically, there is. To deny that, you just have to be an ignorant dick, to put it lightly. <laughs> so... You know, when you look at that definition, because a lot of people won't read the full thing. They'll just look at it and say, oh, it's prejudice, discrimination or antagonism. Right, I've faced that mm, on the belief that someone's own race is superior. Are you sure about that, mate? So it definitely changes the entire definition. And, you know, to to, to explain, because some people, and this is kind of what bugs me as well, some people will you know say with their chest <laughs> that there is no superior race today and that we're all equal yeah the past might have been like that but not anymore we're all equal we all have rights we all have this this that um and you know we're we're calm like there's so therefore we can experience racism i just gotta do a side to that <laughs> like that uh is a statement that I hear a lot and definitely irks me and I'll tell you why I went for a massive pause there I'm so sorry (laughs) I don't know what the fuck happened I went blank (laughs) sorry I'll tell you why (laughs) it's because you know firstly to understand the, the present you must know the past you guys heard of that quote So I'm going to give you a bit of a history lesson here. You know, when imperialism began, and let's, for ease's sake, say it began in the 1600s, 
the pseudoscience of race had to be introduced in order to justify the treatment of people of colour, you know, by the Europeans. So, well, technically you could say that this um, ideology was brought in during, you know, the transatlantic slave trade, which you can date from the 1500s. Uh, but, you know, with imperialism, that's where this ideology kind of spread globally. You know what I mean? It, it, it touched every corner of the earth, the four corners, um, it, particularly in the British Empire, but also, you know, in the other empires. I think we forget that there were loads of other empires um, that were committing equal atrocities, you know, atrocities, atrocities. <laughs> Uh, just because we're British doesn't mean that we should only learn about, you know, the British Empire. But my point is that, you know, this belief that anyone who wasn't European, anyone who wasn't pale-skinned and looked Caucasian was inferior, was, you know, embedded in these societies. And it's still there today. If you were to travel to, uh, you know, India, I have loads of friends, you know, who are from there and, and they always say they get treated to, you know, far better because because of their accent. And then if you if you go as an actual, you know, British person originally, like you are Caucasian, you will get treated with another level of respect. The same for Egypt. You know, I'm from there originally and... I've seen it with my own eyes because this idea that they are the superior in society has been embedded and that has been going on for the past 400 years you could up it and say 500 years to try and turn around and say well that doesn't exist anymore we wiped it when the British Empire ended that idea ended along with it it is complete bollocks <laughs> i say that because you know people assume that the education they receive here today about you know uh diversity and you know things like black history month etc exist in other countries they don't you know racism is rife in the middle east and and north africa it, 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 it's heartbreaking when you see it you know um they have this 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 phrase i i can't remember it for the life of me in in arabic um and then it's like it's basically saying are you an idiot or what but then when you actually translate it it's like are you a black person or what i never knew that i would hear my uh my relatives over there say it all the time and then when i done my research into the phrase well it's just like an old racist phrase that's kind of just been twisted a bit you know molded and now it just means are you stupid or what so shit like that is really interesting it just shows to you how embedded racism is in in modern society globally and also i think people seem to forget how recently the british empire ended uh you know after world war Two is when the colonies started to gain independence but the british empire only fully ended in 1997 when Hong Kong was transferred to China. 1997. A lot of you will have siblings older than that. I know I do. 
So I have siblings that I've, I've lived through the British Empire. I have siblings. Oh, oh, sorry. You may be someone who lived through the British Empire, depending on your age, of course. So to kind of sit here and say, well, you know, in 20 years, we were able to reverse 400 years of racism and the embedding of racism into society globally, you sound a bit deluded. You sound like an idiot. Uh, I, I say that um, in no means to offend, but in instead uh, kind of pushing you to educate yourself. Because there's a level of ignorance behind there, isn't it? So, yeah. Uh, now that you got your little history lesson there and we've proven that these racist ideologies are still embedded in society it proves that you know the white race is still considered the superior race in modern society to deny so is to deny what's right in front of your eyes you know why do you think the black lives matter movement exists why do you think the civil rights movement had to exist? Or the Black Panthers? Was it because society was equal? Well, that, that makes no sense. You know, that America was one of the first British colonies to be given their independence. And it took them 200 years to give the rights to the African Americans that built up that country. And even then, they still don't have the rights they the whites do so to sit there and, and, and kind of deny that is 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 incredible to me so yeah that's my first argument for why the the white race is is still systematically superior and so cannot experience racism the second point i, I want to make is is addressing more of the situation in the modern world you know i kind of touched on the history there but in the modern world, in modern society, racism is, you know, is fed to us implicitly. You see this in the education system. So, you know, the first example is when, when and, and here I'm addressing, you know, UK students because I've never grew up in the US. I never experienced the US education system. I can't speak on behalf of them. But uh, the education system here often focuses on British and US history, no? And one may think to themselves, all oh, right, well, that's a bit, well, that's normal because, you know, that's where we're from. <laughs> but who's we? Because after World War II, you know, the country imploded in its cultural diversity and its ethnic diversity. So why are we not embedding that in our curriculum? It's no longer just British people who are living here. Of course, we're all British if, if you have, you know, citizenship, etc. But originally, where are we from? I'm Arab, I'm Egyptian, and thankfully I've learned a lot about my history, but n not so many people are lucky. You know, my history was is part of the education system, <laughs> and even then it's twisted by colonialists. We can go into that another day. But regardless, it's still mentioned. I still had a sense of right to my heritage like oh yeah okay they recognize my country 
they recognize my history i can't say the same for others you know if i was asian if i was indian and the only time my country was mentioned was during the british empire and the stealing of the crown jewels would that not affect someone in a certain sense that the only time your history is of value is when the british were there it's really interesting you know and there is a reason behind everything so say for example if you learn about history ancient history who do you learn about you learn about the ancient egyptians the greeks the romans and then you get onto english history is there a correlation between all those civilizations? Well, they're all white. Except for, obviously, again, ancient Egypt, a bit techie. It's been whitewashed. But how it's taught is that these are all dominantly white civilizations. Why isn't Mesopotamia mentioned? Why isn't the Empire of Mali mentioned? Why isn't Songhai mentioned? Why isn't Benin mentioned? If you don't know the, the areas that these kingdoms and, and civilizations existed, uh, the Empire of Songhai was in Niger, Kingdom of Benin was in Nigeria, Kingdom of Luanga was Congo. The Empire of Mali was one of was the richest state in the 1100s. So much so that, you know, when the uh, emperor went on pilgrimage to Mecca, he gave and donated so much gold to the Middle East and North Africa that their economy collapsed for 10 years it took 10 years for the price of gold to go back to normal that's how rich they were why are they never mentioned in the history books is it just a coincidence or is it because they were black just a question and then of course recently with the civil rights movement etc you've had the introduction of uh, black history slowly but surely being introduced into the curriculum what's taught transatlantic slavery and the civil rights movement you get a bit of mary seacole but i don't know if that's taught in the u.s i think that's just very much uh relevant to uk only since she was a, a british doctor why do you think that is it's interesting isn't it that the only black history ever taught starts at the transatlantic slave trade. You are taught to believe that the history of blacks began when they were forced on their knees by the whites. And when they were bestialized and dehumanized. And forced to work on plantations and whipped and raped and pillaged. That's where the history starts? No. But that's what the curriculum teaches you. It enforces this idea that Afro-Caribbean history begins when the whites and the Europeans got involved. Did they not have successful history prior? Well, I just proved you wrong. I just proved that idea wrong. I mentioned the multiple civilizations led by black Africans that were successful. So why are they never mentioned? Is that again a coincidence? I think to say so is, is pretty... Uh... You're pretty much burying your head in the sand there. Everything is done for a reason. Everything. To try and say that that is just coincidental is insanity. 
So why is it done? Now it raises this question of, of, of why is that done? Well, because there's an agenda behind it. You know, as much as we want to believe that society has progressed and society doesn't want to feed racism and everyone is good and holy and just wants to be equal, it's not the truth. They want to feed the belief that the white race has been superior throughout history to just further feed the belief of white supremacy. Well, I can tell you right now, whites have not been, uh, have not been superior throughout history. You can easily see this in King Ramses III's tomb. He has a depiction of the races. There's four races he depicts. Obviously, it's not him who drew it, but it's in his tomb for, for educational purposes. And he has the Egyptian, the African. They, he depicts them separately. Um, the European, the Anglo-European, I think is what he referred to it as. And the Semites. And the Egyptian was, you know, depicted as, <laughs> interesting, black. <laughs> depicted exactly alike as the African character but only differences in status. So he was able to depict that through the use of clothing. The Egyptian was you know, depicted with better, better dressed, basically, but the African was not. But they were still considered, you know, high class. It was just that, you know, <laughs> there's a sense of bias there. And of course, any country would like to present themselves to be to be better and you know technically the Egyptian civilization at the time was one of the leading civilizations he was not wrong in 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 doing so and then you have the Semite who is you know predict predict uh, depicted sorry with uh, uh, olive tone again with high class Uh, and then you have the Anglo-European and the Anglo-European is depicted in rags pale in a sense of demonstrating them to have low class and and that is historically true because at the time western europe was not superior was not leading they had little to no contribution to modern world so why does the curriculum teach us differently it's just food for thought Now that I've shown to you how racism is embedded in society so carefully and, you know, connivingly, whilst this continues to exist, whilst the curriculum continues to do so, racism towards any who are not white will also continue to exist. It will continue to feed this idea of white supremacy. And so long as that idea is fed, Whites cannot experience racism, by definition. If we are taught that their race is superior, no other race will think to themselves, I am superior than the white race. Of course, in small numbers, but not systematically, not globally. That takes hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of propaganda to, to, to start to create this new narrative. To try and say that all of the last 400 years is propaganda was wiped out in 20 years and we're good now and we're equal. Again, as I said earlier, bollocks. <laughs> and then again, you have 
another way that society is racist <laughs> to put it to put it lightly um is through the justice system this applies more to to us however it does equ- it does still apply to uh the uk but when you look at the statistics the miscarriage of justice towards white people than towards blacks is incredible whites have it next to never and blacks are often the victim to it denial to trial excessive bail police brutality poverty because of unemployment due to racism you know police brutality definitely does relate to recent events with what happened sadly with george floyd it's yet another example of how the system is against the black community and the people of color that a police officer is able to abuse his power for for i don't i don't know what the reason was some say that it was a premeditated uh murder although the courts apparently don't want to say so they want to say they charge him on third degree murder do you know what that means that means that it was accidental that him kneeling on his neck as he continuously stated he could not breathe that it was accidental and when he became unconscious And when he stopped moving and he became unresponsive, he still kept his neck there. Sorry, not his neck. Yeah, he still kept his knee on his neck. What? What's that saying? And and the courts say third degree murder. What if it was the roles reversed? What if it was a black police officer who had done that to a white man? Do you think the story would be the same? It's in, it's, yeah, uh, painful to watch, to see, and that people don't care, that the president does not care, that he says that the shooting will begin if the looting begins. Does this guy think he's a fucking rap artist? What the fuck is that? Twitter had to censor his tweet because it incited violence. Twitter has more control than the President of the United States. Anyway, we're going off topic. My point is, this justice system is against those who... against people of colour. But it's not against the white man. It has never been against the white man. Because how can a system be against those who it was built for? And how can a system fail those it was never designed to protect? Food for thought. These are not issues whites face in the modern world due to their privilege. And this isn't to say that, you know, white people can't face hardship, can't experience difficulty. Of course they can. They can face unemployment. They can face miscarriage of justice. they They can face these issues, but it will never be for the pigment of their skin. It will never be for their complexion. 
just because someone called you the C word once and now you are scarred for life. Well, I don't care if it's thrown at to you 40, 50 times a day. It's emotionally scarring, yes, and it should never be done to someone, ever. Racism is never acceptable, but that's not racism. That's discrimination, yes. That's prejudice, yes. But it is not on the belief that one's own race is superior, therefore it is not racism. One must realise that they are victimising themselves. Yes, you may go through emotional trauma due to this. But it will only ever be at an emotional level. It will never be systematic. And this can have loads of repercussions. Again, this is not to say that this cannot harm you. But it won't affect you systematically. You will never go into a job and be denied it because of the pigment of your skin. By a massive corporation. You will never go into a job and be told that your traditional hairstyles are unprofessional. Do we see the difference now? To try and argue otherwise, to try and say that the racism that people of colour face is equal (laughs) to a white person being called a word is not the same. To do so is, is, is a spit in the face of the people of colour's ancestors. They were literally raped. They were literally kidnapped. Put on boats for months on end with little to no food, emaciated, whipped, sometimes to death, a lot of the time to death. Day in, day out, working on plantations, picking cotton. And you have the audacity to stand there and say that you today, having a word thrown at you on the street, is equal to that history. This is no longer about self-pity. I am also, again, not here to attack you. I am here to educate as much as it is difficult to, to keep those separate. But at the end of the day, my message is simply to educate that we see our privilege and use it for the good. Because what actually benefits you from sitting there and saying, well, I can experience racism. You don't know what you're on about. What How does that benefit anyone? Now, when a person of colour identifies their racism systematically, it enforces them to make change. It enforces them to protest, use their voice, speak out for their people. And for others, they don't have to be their people. I speak out for the black community, I'm not a part of it. But what will the white person do if they're called the c-word on the street well do you report them okay is there anything you can do to change the laws in which to make society more equal for your benefit not really they're pretty much already there 
so you've kind of reached the top you there's nowhere else to go there's no there's not much more change you can do for your race for benefiting your race there's not much more you can do there but there is a hell of a lot that we can do for the people of color so what does that say does that say that you are equal in society or does that say that there's an indifference it should be crystal crystal clear by now whether whites can face racism or not it is a plain simple no they can't today hypothetically in in a world where they were the the uh inferior race for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years then yeah okay but not today that's the key word in this title today in the modern world anyone with that complexion and with that appearance with the caucasian appearance will not face racism and i think that's that's where we can leave it i think i've shown enough why it it's not only wrong to make that statement but but disrespectful and why it it does offend a lot of people when when people say that when people say whites can experience racism it 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 can lead to offending and we should recognize that breathe <laughs> we're done we've done our first topic I can't lie to you guys. I was pretty much shaking that entire time. I hope I I done some long pauses there. You know, it was either long pauses or sat here st- stuttering because I stutter so much. Um, and I, I I've I've been trying to get oh shit I'm doing it now. I've been trying to get a control over it. So yeah, incredible. We're done. How was that? If you guys have reached to the end of this, then. Thank you. You deserve something sweet. Go have a treat today. Like, treat yourself. Uh, yeah, man. I'm also here to promote that there are protests soon. Um, I think on the 2nd of June and the 7th of June. Uh, 2nd in Trafalgar Square and 7th in Hyde Park. I am here to promote that. Uh, do attend if you can. It is for, again, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um you can find more details on like social medias you'll bump into it i'm sure but yeah i'll leave it on that note uh i hope you guys enjoyed it feedback appreciated if you've gotten here i love you so 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 much like i appreciate it um and yeah man i'm gonna stop waffling um take care of yourselves i'll hopefully see you guys soon and yeah, ta-ta now.